right, good people. You know who it is and what it is. I am Mr. Dark Eye. You tuned in to the Mr. Dark Eye podcast right here on Anchor yeah. FM, New Soul Music Radio, the home of daily motivation to trust God and live your dreams. First off, I want to get this out of the way. Let me shout out my sponsor, the Super Icy Brothers Premium Frozen Dessert Shop, located at 742 North Anderson Road in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Also at 11025 at Carolina Place Parkway in Powell, North Carolina. Please visit both of their convenient locations and their website at supericybrothers.com. And as you can see on my right, y'all left, I got legendary... What are we gonna call this? It's this, 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 this. Okay, I'm gonna say this. I gotta get this introduction right. <laughs> <laughs> Bo is one part of End Phase. He's a singer, songwriter. He go way back with my family, so he's considered to be family, like a bro fam to me, brother oh, from yeah. another mother. Absolutely. So. Without further ado, Bo Williams is in the building. What's up, man? What's How are up? you? How you doing? <laughs> I'm well, man. How are you? Wow. And congratulations to you. That's and what's I up. I remember this young That's man when, um, before um, and Faze took off, he used uh-huh. to come in with his mother and his sister, to whom I love, like yeah. family. And um, you see in the grocery store, then you told me that when we made it big yeah. and recorded the song, Spend the Night, and it was... Went national. Right. You, um, told me that you looked up to us along with um, Rudy Currents. Yeah. And Faze and that type of thing. And look at you now. You got your own podcast. Right. You're doing well on social media. You are, um, you have albums under your belt. You have yeah. um, music um, that people can stream. So I'm pretty much proud of you. Man, I appreciate that, bro. I really so, do appreciate it, bro. Absolutely. So it's, it's not just you um, looking up to me and what I did in the past. It's what I'm looking up to you now, what you're doing now. Right. And I just can't, you know, and I'm glad that I'm on here on the podcast to tell you um, how proud I am of you. That's what's up, bro. I'm definitely thankful and grateful for all that God is doing, man. And I'm, I'm uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just excited about this platform and what I'm able to do for my community in Rock Hill. Shout out to Rock Hill. You know, we are, uh, you know, uh, a city that's growing and uh, I'm proud of the city and, um, and, and happy and grateful to be still here because I used to want to leave Rock Hill, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody yeah. would say, um, the only way you're gonna be successful is to leave Rock Hill, right? And exactly, and 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 you all's uh, story almost justifies that to a certain degree because you know yeah, y'all had to yeah. y'all had to leave Rock Hill. Did y'all feel like that? Did y'all feel like y'all? It, the only way you know for you all to get in position to get a record deal, y'all had to leave Rock Hill. Yes, we felt like at some point we would have to leave Rock Hill. Initially, we didn't know, but there was so much hope because the South was um, growing. And um, the funny thing about it is Pebbles, L.A. Reid, and Babyface moved down to Atlanta. Okay. Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown had a home down there. Jermaine Jackson had a home. Um, TLC um, was down in Atlanta. So hey, everybody was in Atlanta. Everybody was in Atlanta um, around 90, 91. Mm-hmm. And so when we were getting um, having practices and we were thinking about our strategy, 
we said, hey, let's um, take a day off and let's go to Atlanta. Let's do what Jodeci did. Jodeci drove to New York and sung for Uptown Music. Um, Andre, what's the guy's name? Harrell. Andre Harrell. Yep. And um, on the spot, they were signed. So we wow. thought we would go down there and went to LaFace Records and they weren't seeing anybody. So we went over to Pebbytone, Pebbles. Mm-hmm. And we saw her riding in her Mercedes. Okay. <laughs> and um, she had already um, pulled up to her office and she had like a female um, Amabera or female bodyguard um, say, hey, y'all group. I know y'all group. Y'all dressed alike and everything. And mm-hmm. um, so she had people come down to hear her sing and um, they said they would get back with us. They didn't. And so make a long story short, um, there was somebody from York that knew some people in the D.C., Maryland area. Okay. And we uh, went to D.C. and sung for um, their um, a mutual person that, that they knew, um, Bernard Brooks, and he signed us to his production label. We did demos. We performed all over D.C. and he had connections in New Jersey. And then we got the deal with Maverick. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so, so back in those days, you did have to venture out and get out of your small town. Right, right. So the initial deal was a production deal? Yeah, well, it was a management production deal. Management production much, yeah, deal. So it's like a um, you make an agreement where you have a manager that's um, successful where they can house you and um, pay for studio time and do mm-hmm. a lot of things and groom you while you're waiting for your deal, while right, you're waiting right. to release your product and that type of thing. So Right, right, right. And um yeah, for a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, that's what right now I feel like a lot of artists probably need more so than record deals. It would be, you know, more beneficial to get like a production deal, management deal, mm-hmm. um, to develop whatever you need to to develop during that time with that production company and the management. Because right now record deals to me, you know, are just not what they used to be, or better yet, probably not as needed now as as as, as it was before. Because right. you got access to so much now. You got you got access to distribution. You got access to, you know, go directly to your fans through social right. media. So um how do you feel about record deals today? Are they irrelevant or or do you feel like a lot of artists still need record deals? That is a great question. And it goes back to what you were saying. Um, at the beginning, do you have to leave Rock Hill, your small mm-hmm. hometown, to make it? And with the success of many people going viral, mm-hmm. whether it's um, top-notch music or whether they're just somebody that has a novelty hit, you can be in your small town and and make it with the internet. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you can go on the internet like CD Baby and Distro Kid mm-hmm. and all the different distributors. And have your your music featured on iTunes and all the um, streaming network platforms. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but you also have to have that research. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to push it. And, you know, get a following. Mm -hmm. And then you can make it. Yeah. Yeah. However, if you don't have the... I still feel like certain companies have the power to take you where you need to be. Right. Because there are some times when I will look at um, certain things that I put out um, with other with with some of my other companies, I'm like, 
wouldn't it be great if I could partner with this company or partner with this record label? So I have to say yes and no, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it's a it's it's um it's it's subjective to each situation because you know you can you can easily own everything now all your intellectual property now but the question is do you know what to do with it you know exactly yeah because you know at the end of the day it's still a business you still got to have a business model and some structure around it and i I truly do believe if you don't have a business model and structure around your intellectual property and the music and stuff that you own your brand uh or even getting to a point where you even identify your brand if you don't even know what that is and how to even make that make sense to your audience then right it's, it's not exactly. going it's not going to matter anyway so yeah i'm with you i really do feel like that artists really need to build leverage um when it all comes down to it both cell phones going off ladies and gentlemen well there's He's a reason kidding. for that there's a reason for that <laughs> i'm not being rude or anything <laughs> originally yeah. um my artist was supposed to be here but for some reason he's not here oh, so good. i wanted to do something really funny something really cute <laughs> and say surprise <laughs> look who's doing it now so that's the reason why i have the phone on okay um so if that's he cool. should that's call good. yeah i can say hey hey i'm doing the interview so it's all good it's <laughs> how we do the show must go on the show must go on because i'm pretty sure y'all experienced that in life uh in y'all journey you know where at the end of the day some stuff might didn't go right y'all your wardrobes wouldn't right or oh my goodness stuff, you know y'all had no moments right we have had so many moments the and... show must go on like we going on anyway <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, that reminds me of a time, and then we'll get back to the business models oh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But that reminds me of a time when um, Al, his father, um, had gotten ill and had a heart okay. attack. Yeah. So he had to fly back and be with his father. Mm-hmm. We had a show mm-hmm. to do. And, you know, Al did um, most of our leads, and Marlon did the co-lead mm-hmm. and everything. And so... Um, the promoter was like, well, guys, we still got to do this show. Mm-hmm. And um, we looked at Marlon and Marlon did a great job. Nobody knew the difference because, mm-hmm. um, you know, even though the video was out, people still didn't know the difference. So I was really proud of Marlon. I was proud of the way we had to step up and um, still mm-hmm. do the show and that type of thing. Yeah. Versus, um, the wrong person is calling y'all. <laughs> I want my artist to call so we can. I'm going to turn it down for this a bit. Is, this, yeah, but um, yeah. So that's a great. That's a great. Uh, you know, yeah, on. yeah, yeah. A great story that you told in regards to, you know, especially when it's a situation like that where you have really no choice because uh, you know it's a family matter and you you know you got to do what you got to do. But um, you know. Real quick though, um, you know, like we'll get back to the business stuff, but real quick, okay. Um, did y'all ever have like because we know we we've seen the uh, the story on New Edition and how it was uh, like drama. Did y'all ever have those types of situations or whatever where y'all had like like you know fighting like you know I don't necessarily like fist fighting or oh nothing like that. Um, but like, <laughs> did y'all ever have like disputes and conflicts and things of that nature or whatever amongst each other? 
you, you don't you don't have to get into no, like those yeah. details and specifics, but I'm just saying, like, you know, did y'all have like times where y'all disagreed and, and y'all had to really work it out? I really love New um, New Edition's music. Um, love them as a group, and that was a really good movie. Yeah, it was absolutely um, the TLC movie, uh-huh. Tony Braxton's movie. All these movies are good learning tools. Yeah, for people to watch and learn the the um, business part yeah. as well as the how they got you know you get together and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as us, you know, we had some some moments here and there, right? But nothing like what. When new addition went yeah. through. Yeah. It's like I am thankful, you know, I'm like, oh my goodness, I went through this and went through that. And yeah. Just, you know, they were like my brothers. Right. Right. They were like the brothers I never had. I grew up with a sister, and I would look at other people and I say, What it would what would it be like mm-hmm. to have um brothers or another brother? Mm-hmm. So when I got in the group in phase, I found that out because we lived together. We recorded together. We toured together. We would um, spend time with each other's families and right. double dates and all of that. So um, so I realized, okay, well, you're going to have a brother that you're going to be closer to. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a brother that you're going to bump heads with. You're going to have a brother that's going to be very protective mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be, you know, maybe I was like the middle child. Right of the group and I really was I was the middle one in age I sung the middle note okay and I lived in the middle of the guys so we always uh, met at my house because uh, they lived around where I lived on Hampton Street so you Street. was literally the, the middle, middle man. I literally was the middle you know <laughs> the I tried to be the, peace, the peacemaker okay you know just things like that anything yeah. else um We'll save that for the movie, maybe. <laughs> there you go. Speaking yeah. into existence, I will watch an Enphase biopic. Wow. I will watch that, man. I would love to watch <laughs> it to see how it all came together. You know, it'll be great, man. Dope. Matter of fact, I've been wanting to do a movie. So one day, you know, right, we had to piece that together. We cast all the members. I mean, everybody that we want to uh, definitely, um, you might want to shoot I them apologize. a text, bro. You might yeah. want to shoot them a text and let them know you, you, you're on the Mr. Dark Eye podcast. Right. You know. I so sent them a text. I, oh, you did? Yeah, that was Cousin Chucky. <laughs> okay, Cousin Chucky calling. <laughs> Shout out to Cousin Chucky. Man, out. Yeah. He's going to love that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You know what I'm saying? You, you see, you call, you get the shout out on the Mr. Dark Eye podcast. Right, exactly. So, yeah. So, the business aspect of it, you know what I mean? Especially dealing with, uh, you know, um, close, uh, you know, close friends and family, brothers, and, you know, a lot of times people talk about, you know, mixing family and business, um, you know, just on that side of it, as far as the business was concerned, um, what was you all's uh, overall outlook on the business aspect of it? Did y'all know the business going in? Did y'all kind of um, know what to do and what not to do? Uh, what to listen for when it comes down to those negotiations with your contracts and things of that nature was, was y'all in a good deal or you know or could or looking back on it could have could it have been been better well the, it's going to be a standard deal back in those days okay. if you're if you come out i don't care how smart you were because see i knew about copyrights right um coming into that group and and whatever i already had i was already had my Bono's music with um, ASCAP. Okay. And I would watch and listen to radio interviews all the time. 
Mm-hmm. So coming in with that knowledge, it didn't matter. If you're a new group mm-hmm. and you have a production company that, that you're signed to and then you're signing with the record label, because you're brand new out of the box, mm-hmm. they don't know how many records you're going to sell. They don't know how big you're going to be. Right. So you're going to get what's called the standard deal. Okay. And then they have, well, if you sell this much, we can negotiate this for the next album. Mm-hmm. And usually it's going to be like a seven, a seven album deal because back in those days, they think, okay, um, several albums and that type of thing and, and try to build on your career that way. Okay. So it's really not, it's just like what Left I said. It's not really a good deal or a bad deal. It's just the standard deals that a new artist would get. Okay. Because people are um, are spending money on you. They're spending money on the videos and mm-hmm. um, the touring and this, that, and the other. So it's like a bank. Right. So you're borrowing money from a bank. Mm-hmm. After you make, after money is made and earned, that money is distributed and paid for who paid for this and that type of thing. And then you're the last one, unfortunately, to get paid. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. That's just how the business model um, works. Right. That makes yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, you know, and I always, I always have understood that. You know, you know, mm-hmm. the the money is put up for your careers. The money is made off the music, and then the people who put the money up recoups. And then after the money's recouped, and then the artists begin to receive mm-hmm. the agreed percentage um, that that the contract is under. What I have learned about a lot of labels and companies is that what happens is they continue to keep the artists in debt, you know, mm-hmm. and most artists usually end up having to do an audit on their labels to find out, you know, um, what's going on because, you know, in most cases, they're just going to say, hey, we had all these expenses but we need to see the books so we can exactly. so we can know that that's what it really is. Right. I feel like, and with me, you know, having um, production companies and record labels, I feel like transparency is very important because right, you don't right. want your name to be out there. And if you have the paperwork to protect you, if you have the paperwork that says, um, listen, I got to get paid first because I spent X number of dollars on you. Mm-hmm. Every month, the uh, manager or the record label, whomever um, is uh, managing the group mm-hmm. should be transparent and say, this is what we spent this month on you alone. Mm-hmm. A, B, C, and D. This is what was made. Mm-hmm. You guys didn't make it. You guys made $1,000 on this show. We made nothing. So mm-hmm. when these album sales come out, this is what needs that's how it should, you know, so that people can understand both right. sides of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I, and I think that, yeah, that transparency is definitely um, very key and important. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they actually, you know, in some aspects, you know, with independent artists and um, they're starting to do that um, with, different um you know online companies that it's exchanging that 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 data uh you know with um with um 
people who know who's collecting mechanical licensing and stuff like that. I mean, mechanical royalties and stuff like that for independent artists that's starting to have data that's more transparent to be able to show you, you know, um, you know what what that information looks like mm-hmm. month to month, um, you know, um, and. Yeah, and 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 that's great for independent artists to to be able to have access to that. But I think the record companies are are still because you still got artists coming out talking about how you know all this money being missing. Like even Big Sean was just on uh, the Drink Champs podcast talking about how once he did an audit on his label, they found three four million dollars that he was owed. Wow. You know, um, so you know it, it's still happening today. It's 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 amazing. Yeah. Um, that we that it's still happening. But um, I really truly do believe that knowing, know, like you said, you know, going into it with education and knowing more is what's the more you know, the better. You know, and that you could be able to go in with the right people and protect yourself. Because even Meg the Stallion. Um, you know, I heard that she's still dealing with some disputes and stuff with, with her, with her um, label and things of that nature. Even, even though, um, you know, she's talked about publicly about how, you know, um, you know how there's been so much dis, dis, you know, disputes and stuff like that, and going live wow. on her IG and stuff like that. But I just, I just think that, like you said, you know, going in knowing what to look for knowing you know being educated and knowing what you want and knowing what it is you are the leverage that you already have and knowing what to ask for and you know to be able to um to 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 actually um Mm -hmm. make it work for you your company what what you got coming and bringing into the table and then they're going to negotiate things for them as well and this at the end everybody's happy just that's but that's a that's a perfect world i guess a perfect world <laughs> but i think i feel and i know this to be true that um you know you're a man of god i'm a man of god absolutely and we don't want to hurt anybody we don't we don't want to cheat anybody we want to make sure that everybody gets their fair cut right Mm-hmm. Based on the standard, or mm-hmm. even give you even bonuses if if um if you're blessed in your mm-hmm. business to do that, and mm-hmm. and whenever it's time to be transparent and say, for, well, for this month, this is what was spent to promote you. We only made this, or we made a lot of money. So okay, well, we can pay ourselves back. We can pay you whatever we need to pay, mm-hmm. and everything is good. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So. Let's get into why we got some time. We got about eight minutes. So let's talk about what Bo is doing right now. What Bo got going on right now? Well, this is what I have going on right now. If you guys would go to Bo underscore reacts, mm-hmm. Bo underscore reacts on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I have some funny videos there. I'm just doing some simple reaction videos. It's going really well. Okay. And... um just a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I've seen so, a right. few of them. Okay. I've seen a few of them. Yeah. Great. Well, Absolutely. definitely. So please comment. Please follow. Um, not only on TikTok, but I hope to expand. I know I will expand on um, Facebook, mm-hmm. YouTube. So just Bo underscore reacts. That's what's up. Now, what inspired you to want to do these reaction videos? 
did you kind of get caught up in the wave seeing the the uh what's what, what people been doing on tiktok i would have to say yes and seeing what people are doing on tiktok and people telling me um you have a crazy laugh you need to do some <laughs> yeah. videos with your crazy laugh you need to dance on tiktok mm -hmm. you need to you have such a facial you have such a expressive face mm -hmm. so you need to do this on tiktok and and this type of thing so it was the encouragement of people that just know me mm -hmm. just being a regular person not even trying to entertain or whatnot it's just catching me in a moment and i'm hoping that i can catch more of those moments right now we just have the reaction videos but i'm wanting to um, dive into those moments and and bring it forth okay um, i'm hoping that you and i can work on some things together yeah 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 and um you know of course i'm gonna treat you fairly because i know you don't play <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey hey i'm telling Bonfist. you both hey Bonfist, there you yeah. go hey bro i'm telling dude, you man dude. we we you know we going all the way up for 2022 man god has been absolutely amazing been. you know hey here's the thing i i would never complain about how much i got on my plate when the prayer was to eat right you know exactly. what i'm saying you know i was like hey i gotta eat so god is providing He's providing and he's providing well. So man, hey, I'm I know I know I'll be busy, but I'll tell you what, I would never complain. I'll never complain right. about it. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely not. Cause you know, I could be sitting around just like, man, I ain't got nothing going on. You know what I'm saying? So man, I'm I'm very thankful. Very thankful, man. But um so what about singing, Bo? Any more singing from Bo? Bo gonna come, you know, you know. What are we doing? What, well, any any more music? What are we doing? Uh, music wise, um, there's some tricks up our sleeves. Okay, got some tricks. So up we got tricks up our sleeves. Um, I am hoping to, um, like I said, in addition to the reaction videos, I'm yeah. hoping to probably sing um, sing some reactions, sing some stuff on there. No. <laughs> like, oh right. my God! What is he doing? You know, something like that. Oh my! <laughs> Got That's it. a good Got idea. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we need to um, talk a little bit more. Yeah, but um, sing it, man. Sing but yeah, I um, wanted to put myself in the boot camp so I can, you know, have okay. it like I used to have it, and okay. um, and be able to really perform like a want to perform so. okay absolutely man all right so that's what it is make sure y'all go it's ig it's on ig instagram bo it's on instagram reacts. as well it's and, on facebook um, too same thing yeah okay so bo underscore reacts follow his page Please. on instagram check him out now he's gonna be singing some of his some of his reactions so you get to hear his range how you been getting down with new with with with, with the new with the, new, with, the, with the new generation, you know what I'm saying? You got old school versus new school, things of that nature going on or whatever. Any what's, what, any new school R&B artists that you're listening to that you really love? Wow. I can't think off the top of my head. I pretty much like it all. Okay. I've been listening to a lot of hip hop. If I'm not listening to R&B, gospel, some of our stuff, okay, um, it'll be just some... You know, just some of those um, regular hip hop songs that, okay. that, that's out there. Okay, that's what's but up. I, I, I like it all. He like it all. Listen yeah. to it all. Well, I, when you're a fan yeah. of music, that's what happens. Yeah, you don't really, you know, I, I listen to it all too. Rap, R&B. I listen to a little bit of country, even though I don't really know 
like sometimes who I'm listening to, but I just be liking the song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then yeah. definitely love some rock and roll. Uh, you know, jazz, love jazz. You know, exactly. Keep in mind, you know, I'm working a full time job. Yeah, that's not related to music. Uh-huh. You got to clean up the house and do other responsibilities. Right. And it's not like, you know, you can turn on. Um, Video soul like back in the day, and, yeah. and be able to um, know all the artists. So that makes a big difference. If I, right. I feel like if I was able to do it full time mm-hmm. and listen to the radio like I used to mm-hmm. in my 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 um, late teens and early twenties, and do it that way, I'd be able to, yeah, you know, do it off the top of my head. But well, it's you, all good. Go yeah. On. But you spoke it. So at the end of the day, it could definitely happen. The angels are hearing you right now, man. You spoke it. So they're like, if that's what he wants, if you really want it, it could be yours, man. I'm a living testimony to it. <laughs> living wow, testimony to it. You. Motivation to trust God and live your dreams. What the show is all about, people. We yeah, hope man. you've been motivated. Hope you had a great hope time. So. Uh, you know, being entertained by my brother from another mother right here, Bo Williamson, man. Appreciate you coming through. Thank and, you for uh, having you me. know, coming in on the Thank clutch. Thank you for having me. That's how we do. The show must goes on. The show must go on. That's how we doing it, man. Again, make sure y'all stop by the Super Icy Brothers Premium Frozen Dessert Shop to get your Italian ices and rock here and Power North Carolina. Visit their website, supericybrothers.com for more information. And please come back every single day to get this daily motivation to trust God. Live your dreams. I am Mr. Dark Eye, and this is Bo Williamson, a.k.a. Tevlin Bo Williamson. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed us because we enjoyed you. We'll catch you next time. All right. (laughs)